your, get your girl Creole. Let's go. Get your girl Creole. It's your boy Retro. It's your boy Retro. It's your boy. It's your boy Retro. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? This is your boy, Retro. And this is Creo. For real, bro. What? <sighs> Jesus. And this is another episode of Ah, uh, But Yeah. We back, baby. I'm, I'm on drugs. I'm you doing the most right now, I'm bro. sorry. I'm on meds. Even if you wasn't on meds, you'd still be doing the most. You know how I am when my nose is stuffed up. I get delirious. It's the lack of oxygen to my brain. Mm, Jesus. <laughs> it's gonna be a long podcast. Uh, it's gonna be a fun one though. Anyway, y'all, I hope everyone is doing well. It's not a Tuesday down in the greatest city in the world, New Orleans, baby. The Nola. Um, it's actually sunny today. It's cold, but it's sunny. It is beautiful outside. We definitely gotta go. Go where? I don't know, somewhere just out in the sun. Maybe it'll make me feel better. Maybe, Maybe the vitamin D will make me feel better. Maybe. So anyway, you guys, um, Creo came up. But first, let me say this. Um, I want to give a special shout out to Uncle Mark. Um, he he's very um, well. Uncle Mark is Tiffany's uncle. He's and, my youngest uncle. And I asked him a question about, um, you know, animation and stuff because I wanted to do. Add like an extra feature to the podcast and whatnot, you know, get more eyes on us, more uh, promotion. So pretty much I opened a can of worms because we used to start going down this rabbit hole. And ever since then, he's been just texting me or texting us, you know, ideas for the podcast, things we could cover, which I am grateful for. You keep on sending that information, Uncle Mark. I just want to give you a shout out and thank you for your support and love. Love you, Unc. And, you know, trying to help us, um, you know, get to that plateau, not get to that peak that we're trying to reach. You want to stop using that word. I'm, I'm, you heard me caught myself. I'm good. All right, then. I need you talking to the mic. Though. I'm am. I'm right here. No, give me that. What? I, what give it I, here. No. Give it here. I, like a kid. Jesus. <laughs> so, thank you, Uncle Mark. Um... So Creole came across this, what was that, it was on Shade Room? It was a post on Shade Room, because, of course, that's where you find, like, all the stupid shit that barely celebrities do. And somebody's going to be like, oh, you call Lil Uzi Vert a barely celebrity. Whatever, I don't listen to this shit, so I don't give a damn. But, I mean, you want me to just say it, or you going to No, you go ahead. Right. go ahead and say it. So, Lil Uzi Vert disclosed recently that he paid millions for a pink diamond so he can implant it in his forehead. How long he's been paying on it? He said he's been paying on it since 2017. He's been paying damn near three years. Four no, years. four years. Going on four years. Going on four years now. on a pink diamond. So he can put it in his forehead so he can look like Vision. And somebody gonna Thanos snap that motherfucker out and his forehead. And pull that bitch out of his forehead. What the? 
you know, I don't like he didn't learn from vision. Like, bro, like, like I don't wish death on anybody, but easily somebody's going to try to murk him for that. They ain't gonna murk that him. They just going to yank that shit out of his forehead. Yeah, they they might be on some uh some uh inglorious bastard shit and just like scalp, scalp him for it. Cut that shit swing up. But you know, I never understood. I mean, and there's people who um <clears throat> what they call it? What? When you get like little Oh, you talking about people that get dermal? Yeah, because uh, don't Nikki, I think Nick, not Nikki, uh, Carly B, she got one, but she got like a little. She got them or she had them or whatever. She had like a little diamond or something. It was a little small thing, a little When small. I worked at Solstice, there was a guy that uh that was like one of my frequents, and he had like a cluster of dermals on his, on like his lower arm, like around his wrist area. And I remember one time, like his, it was crazy. I'm sorry, I'm like staring. But it was like crazy because like apparently his ex wife was in the mall and he didn't want like his shit about it. And he was like trying to cover up the dermal. So like he was like trying to like wrap a plastic bag like around his arm like he was just like regular carrying. But he was like trying to take the straps and like cover the dermals as much as possible. Why? <clears throat> why? Why? Is I don't know. It was like some that? craziness between him and his ex wife. I don't know. I just oh look working at that job. I always was in the middle of some weird craziness with them rich people. Gotta love him. Retail, baby. So what you, I mean, bruh. It's so stupid. Like, you really, on the middle of your forehead. but you're really about to walk around here, a grown ass man that's supposed to be some kind of thug, walking around with a multi-million dollar pink diamond embedded in your forehead like it's a bendy or like you vision. Like what shape you gonna get? Like is it gonna be it is square he, or he already has it. It's it's a uh oh, sapphire shape. Sapphire. So gotcha. it's like that oval round it's like that oval shape. Yeah, nigga trying to be like vision. And apparently Sauce Walker got like a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar diamond implanted in his face. And it's a teardrop. Is that Superman? <clears throat> uh did he become Superman? No, that's not him. I got Mean Girls on the TV, yo. And you sure that's not Superman? Not not this Superman, the last the one. The previous Superman from the one that everybody didn't like. Right. No, that's not him. Okay. The one who played the previous Superman was in uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Okay. They kind of favor him a he little. He do. Okay. Yeah, Creole got Mean Girl on. That's and Mean Girls. And Retro has never watched it. That's one of them white cult classics, I guess. It's not a white cult classic. It's a female cult classic. Why female cult classic? But I don't know any <clears throat> black girls that say they watch this shit. Oh, you will be surprised. Especially me going to all girls school. This movie was was life. This was law. This is like this came out after we were after we were out of high school. But I mean, a lot of the stuff that goes on in this movie about like having like kind of sort of a hierarchy and who was popular and who was kind of bitchy and blah, blah, blah. Like, absolutely. That, anybody who went to all-girls school definitely related to this movie. Yeah. Mm-mm. Anyway. So, yeah. I mean, you only had a class, you only had a class of like 35 people, so you wouldn't relate to this. So? Well, that's what I'm saying. Anyway. Y'all ain't had no hierarchy because y'all were all related. Yeah, you're right. And if we did, I'd be in the top of that shit <clears> anyway. <throat> but back to the story. So look. You'd have been a sexually active van geek. 
Not denying it. Anyway, like I was saying, so yeah, the um, this just stupid. Lucy, bro, why son? You could waste your money on that, but whatever, man. But I mean, people really just out here, just like these people really coming out out here, just making up new ways to stunt, and it's just getting more and more ridiculous. Not even the stunt, just new ways of wasting money. Well, it's like wasting money. Three, because somebody four was, because somebody was like, "Why don't you put it in a ring?" He was like, "Cause I'd be pissed if I lost it." You'd be even more pissed if somebody breaking your house and scalp you in your sleep to get it. That's it. And not only you lose a multi-million diamond, but multi-million dollar diamond, but also now you got a big ass scar in the middle of your forehead where somebody cut it out. Yeah. Like I said, I don't wish ill will and I don't wish for that to happen. But you asked for it. Like, yeah, you kind of asking for some shit like that to happen to you. Please don't go to no club and get in a fight <laughs> because somebody will bust their head over and take. Like I said, somebody. Look, you be lucky you don't take a random chick home and she try to get it get it out it. you. A pink diamond? That's it. What? Shit, She'll wow. walk around with it with her in a ring. Take that bad boy and take it to somewhere and just get a setting uh a setting made for it. Hmm. That's what I'm probably doing. Yeah, man. But besides that craziness, me and Creole, we um we what we did was tortured ourselves pretty much. So, this, we've been waiting for this day. Did I come across this movie? Yes, I actually. Well, actually, I had heard that it was coming out, and I didn't know that it was out. And I saw people talking about it on social media, but I didn't know where they were watching it. And then you were saying we have to watch Cutthroat City, right? So, so we've been waiting for this day since. The last podcast. Mind you. Lord have mercy. Pull up, pull up the cast. Let's before we get into it, we watched three movies. Cutthroat City, Blood Brothers, and Project Power. All of them have New Orleans tied to it. Now, Project that's Power. That's how good. It, like, takes place in New Orleans. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Project Power, it takes place in New Orleans, but the main characters are... Like, the girl is from New Orleans. The girl is from New Orleans. Uh, Which we call the cop. He's from New Orleans, but right. he doesn't attempt an accent. And then Jamie Foxx is not from New Orleans. Right. He's passing through. So, and the main thing is that we're, we're all... You know, we're trying to sit here and figure out who has, like, the worst. It's not even trying to find out the worst accent. It's just how they try to portray us. Right. So, that's in Project Power. Blood Brothers, which is Tiffany's favorite movie. It is not my favorite favorite movie. movie. Jesus Christ. Why do you always say that? It's with Trey Song. He plays a cop. From from New Orleans. And it's old boy that play Rolla in Claws. There you is go. the white boy. So they are in New Orleans, but they don't try to portray the accent. They don't even attempt it, which I greatly appreciate. They didn't they didn't really like they're supposed to be dudes from Algiers. Right. But 
I actually appreciated the fact that they didn't even attempt to be so New Orleans and they didn't attempt and they didn't attempt any slang, any accent. And I like greatly appreciate it. It literally just took place in New Orleans. That's it. The New Orleans was the setting of it. And that was it. Like there was no attempt at accents. Granted, they like in the movie, they're grown ass men, though. So they're not trying to be hood because he's a cop. Yeah, the friend is in jail. But I mean, he didn't miss like 15 years of just culture, period. So, and he's white. So, I mean, yeah, I, pre- I I would rather someone not attempt an accent over trying to do all of, like, the trying to add as much slang as possible that we say and say y'all heard me after every sentence and blah, blah, blah. I would rather you just not do it at all. And that's well, what happened in Blood Brother. Yeah, so let's get to Cutthroat City. Oh, CTC baby, who's who's in there? Who oh, have? the torture of this movie, but it has such a good cast though. Cat Graham, Shamik Moore, Demetrius Ship Jr., uh, Denzel Whitaker, Wesley Snipes. Let's see who else. Uh, let me expand this. Ti, Terrence yeah. Howard, Ethan Hawke, Isaiah Washington. Rob Morgan, who played Issa Rae's, uh, spoiler alert, dad in, uh, the photograph. Let's see. And then, like, yeah, the rest of the, rest of them are, uh, probably, like, locals. Now, with that being said, and before we even get into Cutthroat City, another thing, Project Power has a good storyline. Great storyline. And look, if y'all haven't watched these movies, spoiler alert, y'all need to watch it if y'all want to. So Project Power, Jamie Foxx is looking for his daughter. Jamie Foxx was a Marine, and he was doing... uh, Doing experiments on him. And he ended up developing powers. He ended up developing powers. He has has a daughter, but he left. He left out the military. He has a daughter, and the daughter... Has has these powers, but she doesn't. She has need... like all the power. Right. She's the source of all the power. Like he has, he has like one power, but she ends up the source of like multiple powers. Right. She's able to access these powers without taking the pill because what they do is they take they took the DNA from her to make it into a pill form to give certain humans their certain powers. So he's looking for his daughter. They, the government took her. He finds out that they setting up a temporary shop in New Orleans. So he goes to New Orleans to find her. In doing so, he runs into this New Orleans cop who know of the drug. Well, he, run, he runs into the girl first because she's a dealer. Right, but she's like a... Is, why is she a dealer? She's a she, petty dealer, yeah. Okay. She's but like she, a lower level but, like but dealer. So work, he's like trying to find out where she's getting she, it from. But doesn't she work with the cop though? Well, the cop kind of like the cop knows her because he buys from her. Okay, and he's and pretty much the reason why the cop is buying for her because he's trying to figure out this, you know, try to get to the. He's not gonna bust the dealer. He's gonna get to the source. He's trying to get to the source, and but he also uses it in his police work, right, to make himself bulletproof, right? Because that's what because pretty much the pill. Every person has like a un. It's almost like an understanding that every person has an untapped power. 
so you you get the same power every time right. you take the pill. Right. So his is the fact that he's bulletproof. Right. So every time he takes it, he he'll take it while he's in like an intense situation that he could possibly get shot. Right. And that's how he protects himself. Exactly. So that's Project Power. Blood Brothers. Chase on three other guys. Um, one of them is a white guy. <clears throat> they all grew up together, young kids, you know, doing mysterious shit. They running from convenience store robbery, you know, they stole some goods. They witnessed uh what was a uh, It was a high arm- speed chase between a uh armored truck and these guys who were trying to rob it. So they crash, they get in a shootout, they all shoot each other. The back doors to the armor truck is open, so they go to take the money. The white motherfucker, he's standing there, and one of the guards is like half alive. Yeah. Struggling with He goes, shoots him, kill him, and just stood there. And just stood there and waited for the cops to come get him while Trey Song's character and the other two dudes take off with all the money. With what? It was like $4 million? Yeah, about, no, $3 million. It was like $3 million missing. So. Do white boy go to jail? White boy go to jail. Trey Songz tells the other two friends that we're not going to touch the money until he gets out. So they sitting on this money, like 15 years, they sat on this money through Katrina and all this stuff like that. I mean, they don't mention Katrina, thank God. Like, they never once mentioned that now that I think about it. Like, they never was like, oh, because you know Katrina. Never once, thank God. Um, Yeah, so they they wait until he get out and say, we'll we'll split the money when he get out. She three million dollars. They could have both. All three of them could have just dipped and just said, "Fuck that boy." But anyway, so they wait for him to get out. They meet up. They split the money. But then old boy decides he wants revenge. He's pissed at them. So then he starts knock. He kills the other two friends to take their cut. And he save. And he waits to uh fuck with Trey Songs last because he wants Trey to feel his pain and all that shit because they you know that's my brother. That's my brother. Even though he was the only one that checked up on him, put money on his books, you know, the whole time he was in jail. Like, he kept up with it. And it's not like he forgot about him. Right. But him and Trey, it seemed like... But he was also mad. But he was also mad because he turned his life around and became a cop. Right. But him and Trey had a closer bond than the rest of them. Right. But... And he kept... Pretty much his whole purpose, he kept saying, was he was trying to bring out that old Sonny out of him. Right. But like I said, good storyline. An actual storyline. You know... Now, like maybe not the best movie, but it actually had a storyline. It had a beginning, middle, middle, and an end. Yeah, it was straight. You it was understood good. the movie. Yeah. Now let's let's get to the nitty gritty, motherfucking cutthroat oh, city. Now, two plus hours of torture. Real told you who was all in it. All right, amazing, amazing actors. These are some. These not no you know CD class. These some motherfucking. These are at least B list actors. B list. Slash A-list actors. Right. Bruh, I tell you. The... I don't understand the storyline. It It was was confusing. The worst. The motherfuckers with the outfits, the so-called slang. They tried too hard. Motherfucker talk about, I'm in in the night wart. Wart? What's the wart? From the night wart? From the night wart. Five-fold. From the five four. Night what? Woody. And when your girl told him, stop speaking that yet. 
history lesson, guys. Yet is not what New Orleanians speak. Yet is more so of a St. Bernard type deal. Santa Banana? T-Pain might know about that. <laughs> oh, man. They were, you, they were just... It just seemed like RZA listened to like a couple Lil Wayne songs. Like, I totally get the culture now. I'll have to write a whole movie about it. Man, look. RZA, I'm not trying to play you as a uh, writer. Director, Your Kung Fu movies are amazing. Yeah. Stick to that, bro. Don't, don't come down but here. Leave us alone. Don't leave come down us here with alone, that shit. please. Let us make our own movie. Don't come down here with that shit. Ugh. It was horrible. It, it was, was so long. It's so bad. It was such torture. And I keep in mind, like, this movie was two hours, right? So we watched this movie, and it just seemed like it dragged. It was so boring. It took forever. And we just was like, ugh, but we got to get through this movie so we can talk about it on the podcast because we promised. So, wait, and, but then we turned around right after that, and we, it, we watched Blood Brother, and we watched Project Power like it was nothing. Exactly. But look, look. Which was like an hour and a half movie and another two hour movie. Like it was nothing. <laughs> so let's dive into this shit. First of all, T.I. and these motherfucking raccoon fighting. Oh Nobody. My God. Wait, no. let's no, no. Let's start off with T.I.'s supposed vitiligo on his face. First of all, that shit looked like it was some dried up milk, milk on his face. On his face that he didn't get to wipe off. Well, okay? he didn't wipe off no cleanse off his it. No, and it was just on his face around his mouth. And you know what? I don't know enough about vitiligo to know. Maybe it can just be, it just looked bad. It didn't look like vitiligo. It just looked, it looked terrible. It looked so bad. So, so T.I., my boy, he didn't even try to tell you. Of course, T.I., he. T.I. is T.I. T.I. is T.I. in every movie. He didn't try to talk no New Orleans accent or nothing like that. But for this nigga to be down, for this nigga to be sitting here fighting raccoons. He's living in a FEMA trailer. In a FEMA because, trailer. Because, you know, of course, this had to take place, like, right after Katrina. Because we got to mention Katrina. Right. Got to. Right. Because so, it wouldn't be New Orleans if we didn't bring up Katrina. So he's sitting here. He's like, the thug. he's like you know, running. The, he, he holds the streets down, wherever. And this nigga got raccoons and they fighting raccoons. I'm like, fighting raccoons. Nobody fight. We no, don't fight raccoons. Nobody fight no goddamn. Now maybe that's some corner somewhere here. that we don't know about where they fight raccoons. Man, but uh, raccoons? I think there's a general consensus where, among people where from New at, Orleans. Though? Where? There's a general consensus where among people in New Orleans that we do not fight raccoons. Yeah. No. Like it's almost like they was like, what is the most country shit we can think of? Bruh. And say, you know what, fighting raccoons. Bruh. Who the fuck does that? Nobody we eat fight raccoons. raccoons. People eat raccoons. Nobody fight them. But nobody fights raccoons. And then in the movie. Like what? How does that even make sense? Then in the movie, he tells this motherfucker to walk the plank. And oh, when he my say God. walk the plank. He means pull your pants down. And let and the raccoon bite on your bird. Bite all on the man bird. I'm like, man, I ain't walking no fucking plank. Raccoons don't even mess with people like that. Raccoons don't even chase people like that. For real, though. You I'm, see a raccoon, they pop their head up and they take off running. Yeah, they really. They don't really rock with people like that. Right. So yeah, man, that whole shit with Ti and he fighting these raccoons, that's so that was bullshit. So yeah, out here. Another bullshit part of the movie is nobody's gonna go to no motherfucking Tulane to become a police officer. Everybody went to Tulane in that movie. They were acting like Tulane was UNO. Like they was really out here acting like Tulane was cheap to go to. So your boy, the uh um, Tulane is a private university. If you if you don't know that's down here, everybody knows a lot of people know what's about Tulane University. But Tulane is not cheap. 
for no. people to just be randomly going and then deciding to be a police officer. Not cheap at all. Your boy sitting here, um, quote unquote, he went to Tulane for art. And then they have this little female detective, a police officer. She went to Tulane. So, so that's how be, they know Just each so other. they could be like, oh, I remember you. From Tulane. From Tulane. Nobody, no goddamn, no police officer. I'm not dropping no money at Tulane. I wish my child would drop, okay, maybe drop a ton Tulane of money for Tulane. Just to become a police officer. I'm sorry. No. You could have went to UNO Delgado. Delgado is where a lot of cops go. Osuno, believe it or not. Osuno. But Tulane to not become Tulane. a cop? Man, not get the fuck Tulane. out of here. So you have that. And so the premise of this movie, which is crazy, is these four friends. They're all at, poor after Katrina and yeah. live in the night wart. One is a musician. The other one is a starving artist. Um, the other one, I don't know what he do. He just sleeps in his <laughs> van. He just slang. And, oh, he's, oh, yeah, he sells weed. And the white boy, he just He's just chilling and raising dog. Well, raising one dog. So they're like, man, we got to get this going. We got to get this money. They're trying to find a way to get money. Well, they go holler at T.I. to get a gig. And they go rob a casino? No, not, they go rob the <clears throat> racetrack, the uh, fairgrounds racetrack. They robbed the casino at the racetrack. Yeah, and in doing so. Which I don't think was immediately back open after the storm or whatever. So in doing so, they rob it and they had some quote-unquote cops pull up, but they didn't look like police officers. They just looked like some thugs in police officer uniform. And the guy in the van waiting for him, he goes shoots at him, which I don't know why. And draws attention to himself. Draw attention and they have this shootout and then they have a chase. Well, they have the they have the chase. One they caught up with him. One of the friends died, gets shot. He got shot when they shot up the van. So boom, he's dead. Of course it's the trumpet player, the poor little instant trumpet player who didn't want to go in the first place. Of course he gets shot and killed. So, he shot. They're trying to figure out what to do and everything. T.I., he wants his money. Well, they, they bring him to the funeral home, have to take some of the money and pay the guy, remember? Pay, yeah, yeah, pay yeah, the, yeah. Funeral, I mean, the funeral parlor to lie and say how he died. Because yeah. they yeah. didn't want his mom to know he got shot. Right, no. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just <clears throat> cutting on the But I'm saying, small but detail. that was like part of the reason why T.I. was like, y'all owe me money, remember? Right, yeah, so... Cause they, they like, had to, they had to take like five grand in that money to to bury him. Right. So they was like, you know, well, we're gonna get you the rest of the money. We get you the rest of the money. And he was like, you know, he's like, nah, man, y'all, you know, you had your chance. So he was about to make one of them walk the plank. But the white boy had a dog. He been training. And he tra- he blew the whistle for the dog to come, and the dog came, and it got away. But T.I. now is looking for these niggas because, you know, he wants he wants his money. But now he wants them dead. Mind you, all this shit going on, right? You got Ethan Hawke, who is like a... He's a council member. He's a council member. He's hearing about all this riffraff and stuff. And the cop, the... um, He heard about the whole um, fairground casino robbery so then he has this then there's this female cop the one that 
went to school with the artist, he uh she's trying to figure out what happened, what's going on. So she's on the case. Then um they try to hide low. They go high and low. And they go by the boy's dad who was played by Wesley Snipes. In the swamp. In the a swamp. Little shack. A little in the swamp. shack. And Wesley Snipes don't sound shit of a bayou or nothing. He just sound like an old country man. I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's just a it's just a generic very heavy generic. Crump, it's a very <clears throat> heavy, generic country. Hey boy. Accent. Hey boy. Hmm. Yeah, yeah that was the guy like, hey, boy, what, what, you gonna come see me? Like, what? I'm like, this is your daddy? He don't even sound like he's from the bayou. Exactly. So they hiding out, trying to figure out what their next move is. And mind you, T.I., the only reason why they even got linked up with T.I. because he had just married his baby mama, and his baby mama, and T.I. is his baby mama cousin. So that's how he know he, they know each other and whatnot. So T.I. runs to his cousin. Like, and they literally just call him cousin. Yeah. And they're like, look, you know where your man is? She's like, no, I don't know where he at. But, you know, da-da-da-da-da. They chopping it up. And he's like, well, look, man. Tell him I'm looking for him. And she's like, I don't know where he at. He left him, his wife and his kid. What man does that? So anyway, they figure out, they, well, you know what? Let's go rob some. Let's go around and rob some other. And ro- started robbing truck stops. Let's go rob some truck stops, get our money up, and we're gonna talk to who was Saint. Yeah, they were trying to meet up with Saint. Saint. Now Saint is a is played by Terrence Howell, mm-hmm. and he's like, I don't know. I guess he's the all to be all. He's like the ultimate, like drug lord, kingpin, whatever. Whatever, whatever the case. Crime maybe. boss, whatever. Because they they get to his mansion. And he just got like naked chicks with they duties all out bagging cocaine. I must have missed that part because I was dozing off. Yeah, it well by that point it had gotten it had gotten boring. It's like dragging, right? Because these idiots were like they robbed all the truck stops, and then wasn't there a point where his old boy was boxing this bag? He was punching the boxing bag with uh with Wesley Snipes. Yeah, like so, on some, yeah, like, like on some Rocky training. Yeah, crap. and I'm like, oh, so this nigga about to fight Ti or something? Then they started knocking on, like, robbing the truck stops. Right. And his dad kicked him out because he had found the money. Right. Then these dummies go to the club and start spending the money. Right. And that's how he ended up getting kidnapped to go see Saint. Okay. Yeah. Because Ethan Hawke had told him to find them. Like he told his homeboy to find them. Right. And bring them to Saint. So pretty much they was going to offer him, but Saint did like, no, they're not. So Saint took the money and um, invited T.I. And, well, Saint met up with Ethan Hawke. And he's like, hey, man, I need you to take care of this. You know, do, 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 do. And he's like, all right. So he made, set up his meeting with T.I. character. T.I. come out there talking, you know, da, da, da. Boom. T.I. character gets shot in the head. So they ain't got to worry about that. But they're back to square one. They they broke. They broke again. They broke again. So the artist was like, man. We did all that for nothing. So he was like, 
yeah, well, we're going to rob the FEMA thing because they got money there. So they go one night. Which the- makes no sense because FEMA is not carrying cash. They don't carry cash. I'm saying all. that like like it's current. But FEMA was not carrying no cash. Shit, all they did, all they had was paperwork and then they would cut you a check from the federal government. Exactly. Anyone- and I don't think they cut the checks on spot. They no. Did? Yeah, no. I don't think so. You just got it in the... Ma- well, they might have cut it there, but it, they definitely had no damn cash. I know they didn't have no cash. So, yeah, so they showed them, robbed them places, then they all get shot. Now, after... They had they to have get- a, a set-it-off moment. Right. But then after that, you see old boys signing... Signing uh, uh, comic, comic books, books at Studio B. So we're like, wait a minute. I thought he's dead. But I guess we think it From was what just- I was seeing online, apparently, apparently the scene at FEMA was a scenario he thought up in his mind for the comic book. Well, shit, the thing, well, why didn't, but see, that's the thing. Why didn't you set that up? Uh, look. To to be like oh he's 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 gonna just focus on you asking for way too much out of this movie Raphael I'm not asking for shit retro I'm sorry I ain't asking for shit man because like I say the shit anyway so he signed books and wind up quote unquote this comic book gets picked up or whatever and I guess he's making his money and everything's good supposedly and that's it. And like I say, I swear to you, that's it. That's how it ends. Apparently, there's an end credit scene that we, we I'm not going back to watch this. I'm not. We can fast forward, baby. But I'm not wasting my time. That's no. Anyway, it was. Bullshit. I want nothing with. I don't want nothing to do with that movie no more. Cutthroat City is uh, cut dry and bullshit. Oh, uh, cause the night wart. The night wart. Night wart. From the night wart. Five four. Five four. What's up, Wody? Wody. Because apparently they think we were still saying Wody in 05. Wody. In like 05, 06. What's so, up, Wody? Can so I get some, that come some weed? Oh, and the fact that they had old schools on 26s riding around. We do not do that here. That's a, that's we a do not. Shit. PSA, we do not do that in New Orleans. That is... Bring that shit up to the that is some ham. That is some hamming shit. Club LA. Club Escalades. Come on, let me, baby. Club Tahoe. Ty Lowe's, I mean. I'm sorry. Club Ty Lowe's. That's that mezzanine. That's that mezzanine shit. You hear me? You know where to find me at, baby. That is that Hammond, Atlanta shit. We do not do that here. We do not ride we old schools on 26s. We do not. We don't do them dunks and We don't do low riders. We don't do none of that foolishness down here. Do not. Sticker cars was a thing back then. Yeah, it was. But we were not riding. We were not riding on twenty sixes. That was not our thing. But there was a lot of that in the movie. Too much of that bullshit. But but it was so it was so bad. It's hard. So bad. I would have wanted to fight somebody if we went to the movie and saw that. I wouldn't went to no fucking movie. You're right. I wouldn't. Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't go see, see garbage. I don't. I don't spend my money on nothing but Marvel movies, and it's a damn That's shame. It. But at least I know it's gonna be some kind of good. That's it, baby. And uh, it was so, it just was so damn bad. And as the cast was amazing. The acting, I guess, was fine, but I wouldn't know because I was so pissed off with the with the bad accents and use of slang and things like that. Whoa, Crazy. 
crazy. You bro. heard me. Yeah, because you heard me. You heard me. You heard me. You heard me. Out the night ward. You heard me. The night ward. Wardy. You heard me. But we're also doing, we're doing three more movie reviews today. We saw one. What was it? Trying to come up. Trying to come up. This is a movie that takes place in New Orleans. It's just a bunch of it's just a bunch of uh and bunch niggas of from New Instagram. Orleans niggas from Instagram who made a movie. So you know we already saw this one. It's Mario. It's Pitalmo. It's all of them. Actually, we could we could talk about we could probably end with talking about this one because like we it, got a lot of time to talk about it. No, but what I'm saying is because this kind of will tie into it because the other two movies we're only watching these because it's. Two different record companies who made it. Yeah, and see, I'm and I'm look. I'm sorry, y'all. I've never gotten to see ball and blocking. Ball of blocking. I've seen. I got the hookup. It's just been a long. Well, now watch how time. I got the hookup. Oh, that's right. You made me watch Hot Boys. We're watching Hot Boys. Yeah. Oh. We're watching Hot Boys, which was produced by. Watch Hot Boys. We're watching it. What do I watch, our boys? We watching it. The only thing that Silk the Shocker is worse at than rapping is fucking acting. I don't care. We're watching it. I seen it's it for the podcast. It's terrible. It's for the podcast. <sighs> we're watching it. Y'all lucky I love y'all that I'm torturing myself with these movies. Huh? So we're watching Hot Boys produced by Master P and them, No Limit, which is strange because. Can you just watch me? Watch? No, you're watching it. No, no, we're not watching because that's not it's not the same principle. No. All right. So we're watching Hot Boys, which, like I say, it doesn't make sense because the Hot Boys is a cash money, cash money records group. But, you know, whatever. So we're watching Hot Boys by Master P and them. And then we watch Ball and Blocking by Cash Money. And I've never seen Ball and Blocking. So now back to the other movie we was just talking about. There was not much to it. There is nothing. It's just um. It's just a movie with a bunch what? of dudes I in it. Like, it just I stuck. feel like I feel like it's like a Friday afternoon. I feel like it's like a Thursday, Friday. It, it was like a Thursday to Saturday type of event. It was leading up to the weekend. But here's the thing: it felt that way, but there was time. There was random ass time jumps in the movie. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. But that's how I feel. I feel like that's how the, the day, that's how it worked. Like, none of the storylines were, like, continuous. None of it. None of it. It just, it just was like, I, I don't know. Like, somebody wrote it and just, like, it just was all over the place. Like, they just made sure everybody had a role in it so they could say everybody was in it. It was just, it was just random. It just was, it was random. It was. And I keep repeating, it was. It was just random. It, it was. It wasn't but... much to it because it was, like, you had the king, the leader dude, and you had like his like goons on the side, and you had these two dudes who was like robbing people, and you had a dude who told his homeboy he could sleep with this chick because he really wasn't rocking with her like that, but then got mad when they started messing around. But that wasn't even like a continuous like story. Like they would just every once in a while pop in on that. I don't know. But see, I don't have no problem with this movie because. It's what I expect out of them. Well, yeah. It's you a low-budget movie. And plus, they had funny shit in it, though. They say some there funny was, like, shit. funny. 
But it was New Orleans stuff from New Orleans dudes. You had like to, you could tell you there was to, a lot of ad libbing. But it. you had to. It's one of these moves that you had to be from New Orleans to pick up on a lot. To of pick stuff. up on it and appreciate it. So I'm not saying it's a, 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 a Oscar winning. Not even film close. Or but like, like when that. your boy was like your girl tougher than some project steps. And she was funny. <laughs> it's just something. It's it's more just a it's a lo, it's a local film. You it's let yourself get robbed by a kid, a nigga. <laughs> Airline. Subvert, <laughs> right? So I mean, you know, I appreciate it for for what it is because it it stuck to the culture. It was what it was, you dig, and you know, even to where they had the motherfucking girl cooking pork and beans and weenies with rice and fried chicken. I know that man. was nostalgia for you. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> so I mean, I appreciate it. It's all good. I I enjoyed it. It was it was funny. It was it was good. It was it was it was for what it was. It was good. Right. So I'm not even gonna like get mad about it or whatever like that. It just it was what it was. Like I say there's nothing to get mad about. It was like I say I like the purpose it. of it was not to be a blockbuster. Nah, man, it's just a, they yeah. just lucked up and it's it was like, on hey, Prime. Bro, let's 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 make a movie. Fuck it, let's Cause do I, it. Because I I legit just stumbled upon it. I'm just like scrolling through Prime, seeing like what movies they have, and they really do have like a bunch of like terrible urban straight to DVD flicks. You on know what? Fuck that, man. I'm about to I'm about to reach. I'm gonna reach out to them. And see and talk to um brother-in-law and sister-in-law and get all get a get a movie. We're gonna, we're oh, gonna, we're gonna get our movie. movie together, but it's gonna be a good movie. Yeah, we're gonna have a storyline shit, but I wanna see how much like I wanna see with the production and all that, how much it would cost to do that shit because But like we do a movie, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a combination. Like we getting like New Orleans actors. Like it's not gonna just be comedians, it's gonna be a sprinkle of both. Cause I mean I know I know some New Orleans actors that I can Are we put gonna in be movies in it? and things like that. I want to be in it. Fuck all that. I don't know if I want to bring my acting chops back out. You have acting chops. Uh, I went to theater like every summer. Yeah, you went to theater, and then you're like behind the scenes in theater. And you not, never not played when a I was role. there. Oh, what, what role did you play? I don't remember. Jesus Christ, that was high school. It wasn't because it was never like uh it was never like oh I was in Peter Pan and I was Wendy like okay, it was nothing so, like that it was all right like, then so I don't remember what the roles were and I did I did a little bit of acting in college what I've told you this don't even go there what did you do I told you I was in a stage reading once I was in two a stage st- reading but that's a stage reading that's not a production but you still you like reading a script and kind of like acting with your voice okay and then I was I was in like a little one act. For a friend of mine, and we put on for her class, and what? then I, you know, and I took like acting classes, and then like my senior year, we had to put on a production as my final. Okay, so what production did you put on for the for my senior final? Yeah, uh, we did a very abridged version of Much Ado, and I played uh, Baraccio the Drunk. So what like like you had like we were you first had lines. Huh? You had actual lines? Yeah, I had actual lines. Okay. I, I, do I remember them right now? No. Well, no, I'm not saying that, but just, you know. No, I had, like, a good bit of lines. Okay. Like, I was the villain's, like, I guess you could kind of call me a henchman a little bit. All right. I got to play a drunk. I was walking around the corset with my with my chi-chis out. Okay. You know, pretty cool. So Got to make out with another girl. Say what? Yeah, we were supposed to have relations. 
No, bro. What what's this? We didn't like really make out. Did you kiss her? No, but we felt up each other. See, this the fucking <laughs> shit I be talking about. What? Bro. I told you I did this. No. Yes, no, I did. No. Yes, I did. No. Yes, I no. did. No, you did not. I did. Then why I'm why I'm acting shocked then? Because you always you see when I tell you things like this, it go out through one end. No, and no, out no, the no, other. no, 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 no. The only girl on girl shit you told me this is is what have I never or some shit or whatever? Never have I. Uh no, I told you about Suck and blow or some shit. What? With the card thing when y'all I've never played that game. What what then what was it? It was truth and dare or something. It was something. truth or dare. I told you that our friend Jaren yes. find found out during Never Have I Ever. Right. But but what I'm saying is though, you you kissed the girl for that. You told me about that. For truth or dare, yeah. Yes, you told me about that. You tell me about this shit filling up on another girl for uh, uh, production. Because we was like emulating making out. Once again, you didn't tell me about this. Well, I'm telling you now. Exactly. Boy, boy, boy. It's not that big a deal. It's not like I was kissing her. Anyway. It's not like you acting like you acting like it got sexual. Anyway, I said I was going to share this with you this morning. So I got a little side note story. So there was a time where I was talking to this girl. and She invited me over and her mother stayed with her. Now her room and the mother room is right next door to each other. And there's a bathroom down the hallway. So I'm in the room. We're making out and everything, right? And I hear her mother wakes up. And she's like, shh, be quiet. I hear her walking down the hallway, going to the bathroom. She goes to the bathroom. <laughs> I said, what the hell? <laughs> I said, your mom. And she's like, please, just don't say nothing. I'm like, Flush the toilet. It was back in her room. You ain't no water run? The motherfucker didn't wash her hands. <laughs> Next time I went over there to visit, she said, hey, baby, how you doing? I said, oh, I'm doing good. Oh, I just made some cookies. You want some? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> you sure they fresh? I mean, I just, I, mm-mm, mm-mm. I don't want none of them motherfucking cookies. You me. Uh, Bruh. Ruined the whole fucking night. <laughs> Stomach was upset. I like, mm-mm. I don't know what when you mom- said the bathroom was right next to the girl room. I was like, either one or two things happened. Either mom made a lot of noise in the bathroom, girl made a lot of noise in the bathroom, or you did. What you mean, I did? What you talking about? Well, I knew where that story was going. I was oh, like, somebody okay. was blowing up the bathroom and making yeah, noise. Yeah, no, mom, mom blew that shit up. Because I can only imagine if it was like, you was make, making out with the girl and she goes, oh, excuse me, girl. Oh, right back. <laughs> if that was the case, <laughs> as soon as I heard the first round, I would have left. <laughs> if she'd have came back and you'd already been gone. I've been gone. I'm like, should I wait? Yeah, I say, man. You told her mama, tell her I had a, I had a family emergency. I had to go. I'm like, man, shit, hurting that shit made my stomach hurt. I had to go. 
<laughs> yeah, man, that shit that that blew my mind out, bro. I'm like, and she ain't wash her hands. No, 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 no. <laughs> not eating them cookies. I oh, had that. Oh God. What you think you can act? Do I think I can act? Yeah, I can act. I surely can. I can uh, I could do anything you can do. You can do anything I can do. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. Better go on the road. About to distribute some of those to some people. You gonna bring them to Momo? Oh, so she can be cute. I still ain't saw her. Uh, I still haven't caught her wearing uh the black pyramid mask that she stole from Dad. She probably wear them when she go out. He said that's her. That's her dressing one. Oh, that's her dressing one. I don't know. I, I don't consider dressing, but I, you know, huh? Are you gonna take it back? How about to say she sure don't wear it. She don't need it. We're gonna have to buy her a pack of cute ones. So whenever the casino open back up, she can go. Oh, I hope she wins some big money over there. Sure. Why don't you just take the whole pack with you and then just distribute it and bring it back? Bring them all in the bag with you and then just distribute them and then just bring them back in the bag instead of like trying to juggle them all and. <laughs> Sorry for being quiet, y'all. I'm just watching uh, Mr. Baptiste. He bought some uh, what are turtles. They, turtles that go in and eat your face mask to help you. Uh, keep the mask off you your, your face. Nose and your mouth. That's what retro was fussing at me about playing with. Yeah, he's just um. He took like eight out the bag, put two in one bag, then take the two out, put six in, then take those out, put them in another bag. Nah, yeah, man, not, it's got not an asshole move. Yeah, it's just you, you was trying system. to like just take a few with you. It's just go ahead and take all of them and then just distribute them and just bring them back. That's all. <laughs> oh, trust we say that at work all the time. We joke, we joke at work all the time, and say you make it too much sense, and you'll never be, you'll never make manager that way. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's the truth. With that knowledge, you will never become a manager. <laughs> That work? Okay. What you gonna do with that Ethernet cable? Internet box? A TV. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> I work out. You gotta do some more school work or gotcha. Oh, now you're gonna be a track coach now. Yep, they got him. 
Blah, blah, blah. Oh, you know he can't be, you know he can't come home at no three and just be, enjoy being off. Mm, must be nice. That's the Islander in him. He always got to work. Must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> so what's up? Is there anything else we need to cover? Uh, let's see. I don't know. What else happened? I mean, I'm. that's all I got. I mean, you got courtside Karen that got kicked out of the uh, the Lakers game in Atlanta. Take it away. I don't know nothing about that one. Oh, you don't know about that one? So, plastic white woman who has now been coined as courtside Karen, she claims that LeBron, they were sitting courtside. She, she, Jesus Christ, she says she's 25. She looks old as shit. All that plastic in her face makes her look old. All this plastic, plastic surgery making all y'all look old, but we'll get back to that. Um, so yeah, apparently she's like sitting sideline probably with a sugar daddy because nobody, everybody's like, who's your husband and why wasn't he saying anything? But she wants to claim that LeBron had said something to her husband. So she was defending him and was like, hey, you don't talk to my husband that way or whatever like that and blah, blah, blah. And then she eventually got kicked out of the game. So she's pissed and all kinds of stuff like that. So everybody's like calling her courtside Karen or whatever like that because Essentially, she started some shit, and now she's, like, blaming LeBron for her getting ejected from the game. And everyone's like, that's what you get, though. Like, because mm. everybody's like, well, Rihanna does the same thing. It's like, yeah, but Rihanna is not doing it during the pandemic, and Rihanna's not out here, like, trying to defend a boyfriend. Like, let's be real. If Rihanna gonna fight you, she gonna fight you. But Bust that ass. But you sitting up here supposedly defending your husband, your husband letting you make an ass out yourself. And all it is, your friend is sitting next to you, bucking you up and recording you for Instagram. So you can be like, oh, we we got to talk trash to LeBron and it backfired on you. Because that's all it is. She's like, you let a 25-year-old woman intimidate you and scare you. It's like, everybody's looking at her like, bitch, you not look 25. You look old as shit. Oh, dusty it is. So, yeah. So that, so if y'all haven't heard about Course I Karen, there's videos and stuff out. Of course, Shade Room and all of Instagram has videos about it. But it's like, but back to the whole thing with the plastic surgery, like, these women are out here getting all this work on their face. And some of these black girls, too, they getting all this work done in their face with the lip fillers and the cheeks and the the eyes and the boobs and all this stuff. And they look so old. Like, just found out Selena Powell ain't but 25. She got arrested uh, New Year's Eve night. For driving a car that academic, the G wagon that academics gave her with no license, <laughs> they arrested her ass. That's karma for all the shit she did in 2020, and because 2020 was like, oh, you ain't getting away with this shit. Because she literally got arrested at like 11:30 something New Year's Eve night. So 2020 was like, bitch, you not going nowhere. You gonna get this karma before the uh, clock strikes 12, and. I'm thinking, I've been seeing pictures of her. I don't really, like, keep up with her at all, really, unless she, like, pops up dealing with, like, other celebrities and stuff like that. And I'm thinking she old as shit, like, in her 30s. And so I'm like, why her old ass messing with all these young celebrities and stuff like that? Bitch, she 25. Looking just old as shit because she didn't got all this work done to her face, all these fake lip fillers. And I was like, baby, y'all, like, y'all doing too much to try to look like black folk. And it's making y'all look old. Would you get work done? Would I get work done? Mm-hmm. Not in the way people like people normally do. What you mean? I mean, because like I told you, me getting my earlobes 
repaired, that's considered plastic surgery because it's, it's cosmetic. I mean, it does nothing. It doesn't affect anything. It doesn't affect my health. But like getting my earlobes done just so I can wear earrings and be cute. Yeah, that's plastic surgery. You you already know I want to get a brush reduction. Right. That's plastic surgery. But as far as like getting uh butt injections and I, I definitely don't need lip injections and I'm not trying to shrink my nose because I want my face to be proportional. And I had to laugh too because there was a video on Instagram and I get it. She was trying to be cute and stuff like that and show off her pregnancy belly and stuff like that. But looking at her nose and stuff like that, I had to giggle because she clearly got work done on her nose to make her nose look small and all that stuff like that. But she didn't gain weight back in her face because she's pregnant. So now you got you got your regular normal round face with this narrow ass nose that don't fit your face. Yeah, I remember you showing me that shit. Yeah. Like, it's going to catch up with you. And I mean, I don't mean to be mean, but I mean. If you ugly pre-surgery, you do know your kids are still going to be still look like what your old face look like, right? Nuh-uh. Like just because you change how your face look now, it doesn't like adjust your genetics to make your kid look like you. Are you sure? I ain't almost guaranteed because Kylie Jenner will never pop out a kid that look like her. No, she would not. That's why she has to have kids with uh, well, all of the Kardashians. Why? That's why they got to have kids with black men so they can look remotely like what they kind of trying to make themselves look like. True, true. Because the only way their kids are going to have, like, bigger lips. Those black features. Yeah. Is with, it's, a with a black person. True. So it's like, but a lot of these chicks out here, a lot of these Insta thoughts and stuff like that, they look so old getting all this work done. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, do I, do I wish I can go into the night and just come out slim? Absolutely. But lipo stomach look terrible. It's mm-hmm. wrinkly, it's dimply, and all this. Cause Cardi B has a, a a lipo stomach. She don't care. She can care less. She'll tell you in a hubby she gets lipo. But just look at it like how dimply her stomach is. Well, yeah, it's not tight. You know, like you could tell when somebody like loses weight from working out versus when they go get plastic surgery for stuff. Cause it it leaves dimples, it leaves scars, it leaves. You know, and all this stuff. And it just don't fit you. Like, your body is constantly changing and growing and all this stuff like that. Especially all these chicks that get it so young in their early 20s and stuff. You still growing and you still maturing and all this stuff like that. So once your body starts building up underneath all that padding and that silicone and stuff like that, it gets weird. You look weird. Can't tell them nothing. You can't. But, I mean, it's all for the gram. Like, they got to look perfect for the gram and things like that. And it looks so bad. And for the for Corsair Karen and for, like, Selena Powell to be out here talking about, I'm 25. Bitch, you look 45. Kylie Jenner looks like she's older than all the rest of the Kardashian sisters. And And she's the baby. She's like, what? 22, 23. Word? That motherfucker look old. She look old as hell. She look older than the older sister. Hold on. Let me make sure I got her age right. She's not old. Uh, Mm-mm. That's not flattering. That's all. Kylie Jenner is 23 years old. 23. She's 23 years old. She looks like she looks like she's 40. That's fucked She up. looks older than Kim sometimes. Y'all need to go ahead and accept what God has given you. If God made you ugly, God made you ugly. Just find something to embrace. Learn how to do makeup. Something, but embrace it. Because, I mean, it's going to catch up with you. 
It will. Because something going to deflate. Something going to run out. You're going to be spending money to try to keep up with it. Because a lot of them um, lip injections and stuff like that, that stuff don't stick around. Mm-hmm. You got to keep, you got to keep re-upping. Like Botox, all that stuff. You got to re-up on that every once in a while. And that get costly. But, you know, it's just ugh, all this plastic surgery. And they got black. And it's getting to the point where black girls are like starting to get all of that extra stuff trying to look like them. And it's like, why? Like, your features are natural. Why are you messing with your face? Like, Vivica Dump. messed up her face at one point. She I was did. showing you the other day, other day how Jada had them um them cheek fillers for girls trip. Yeah. Y'all need to chill out with that. Face. Like, y'all got to chill. Like, y'all got to... And I get it. People have insecurities, but y'all got to y'all got to. But you got it's part of life, man. You're aging. And embrace the aging. Just like move with it. Like change how you do your makeup. Change how you do your hair. You just adjust and move with it. But I mean, you get all them lip fillers and do stuff to your face. Now your face can't adjust to weight fluctuation. It can't adjust to you getting older and things like that. And it starts looking weird. It starts looking crazy. No, no plastic hair, people. Hell no. Like I say, breast reduction, and I've already got my earlobes fixed. Because uh, I had two piercings in my ear, and they both, like, ripped because from wearing. Not really ripped, but, like, they split from, uh like, rejecting cheap earrings that I was wearing. She was wearing them fucking um, gas station earrings. Pretty much. You heard me. The body shop plastic jewelry and stuff like that, and eventually my ears, like, rejected it. Because it didn't bleed when it split. It just kind of rejected it. It just almost like it just kicked it out. Mm-hmm. And so I had two splits in uh in my right ear and I got it. I eventually got it repaired for what? My 29, 30, my tw- uh, before my 30th birthday. Yep. And, and so can, and now my baby could wear earrings. And I, could I wear could, earrings again. I finally, finally could buy her earrings and she could wear them. I bought her a set with a, with a necklace. I haven't seen a word yet, but. Lies. I have worn it. What, what? What, my Creole necklace? Is that what you're talking about? No. Oh, you're talking about the uh, aquamarine set? Yeah. We haven't been nowhere to wear that. Uh-huh. But yeah, I mean, but other than that, I mean, ain't nothing wrong with a breast reduction. I just want my back to not hurt. Right. And I know when I get pregnant, they're going to get bigger, and I'm really be miserable. Oh, well. Hey, Mo. Hi. <laughs> so be it. Hey, King. Hey, King. So, but anyway, you guys, that is it. We are at our end. At our peak. Yep. Thank you for tuning in once more. We're going to get into these movies and uh, talk about it. Give me that goddamn thing. No. With that. Leave me alone. <sighs> Jesus. Anyway, you guys. You know, I don't make me watch th- Hot Boys, then you're going to let me play with this. Anyway, guys, uh, we love y'all. We thank y'all for tuning in. Please keep on downloading, subscribing. Shout out to everybody who's listening. I say once more, shout out to Uncle Mark. We tortured ourselves and made us wa- made ourselves watch Cutthroat City for you guys. That should be worth something. Something, Woody. If that don't show dedication and, lo- and the love we have for you guys to torture ourselves through Cutthroat City, so you don't have to. Woody. I don't know what it is. You mean the night what? Wardy, you're anyway. Fight you in the five four. In the five four. Bodie. Bodie. <laughs> you heard me. Yeah, you did. 
No, there was another one he said. Oh, whoop the whoop whoop. Whoop the whoop. <laughs> whoop whoop whoop, nigga. Anyway, holla at your boy. This is Retro. And this is Creole. And this was another episode. Ah, oh, but yeah, take care, peace, and love, baby. Bye. Yeah.